Welcome to Meet the Cast at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator Craig Stevens. Hello, how are you? Uh, hello at the back. Hello at the side. Hello this side. You've let no one down but yourselves over there. You really haven't. Hey, listen, thank you very much for coming out. We have uh, three actors that you may know. Um, yeah. Uh, one has already had the privilege to work with the director, Josh Boone, already. One has had the privilege of working with the lovely Shailene. And one is one of the finest actors of her generation who's worked with the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Uh, before we meet them, let's take a look at the incredible trailer for the beautiful The Fault in Our Stars. I believe we have a choice in this world about how to tell sad stories. On the one hand, you can sugarcoat it. When nothing is too messed up that can't be fixed with the Peter Gabriel song. I like that version as much as the next girl does. It's just not the truth. This is the truth. Hey, make some friends. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm Augustus Waters. I've been in remission for about a year and a half. Maybe you'd like to share some of your fears with the group. My fears? Oblivion. What's your name? Hazel. What's your full name? Hazel Grace Lancaster. Why are you staring at me? Because you're beautiful. So, what's your story? I was diagnosed when I was 13. No, no. Your real story. I am quite unextraordinary. I reject that out of hand. You know, Gus talks about you all the time. We're just friends. I hope you realize you're trying to keep your distance from me in no way lessens my affection for you. Gus, I'm a grenade. One day I'm gonna blow up and I'm gonna obliterate everything in my wake and I don't wanna hurt you. You don't get to choose if you get hurt in this world, but you do have a say in who hurts you. I am in love with you, Hazel Grace. And I know that love is just a shout into the void and that oblivion is inevitable. And I am in love with you. All your efforts to keep me from you are gonna fail. So angry. You need to break something. You gave me a forever within the number of days, and I can't tell you how thankful I am for our little infinity. It's a good life, Hazel Grace. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for the stars from The Fault in Our Stars, Ansel Elgar! Laura Dern! Nat Wolf! Hi. Wow. Um... Is this, uh, is this normal? For me, hey guys. We, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get subtitles because I can't hear you and no doubt you can't hear me. Um, welcome, 
Welcome to the UK. Uh, we love it here. Yeah. We love it. We're going to have to be really careful on word count because if they scream every word, we're in trouble, right? Yeah. Um, hey, listen, it genuinely is lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. The film is absolutely stunning. It is a stunning piece of work. And here's my biggest problem with the movie. It's not in 3D because then you can cry behind your glasses and still look kind of cool on the way out. Yeah. What were you thinking? Yeah. Big mistake. Massive. Big mistake. Yeah. Um, how aware of, of this novel were you when, when, the, when the movie came out? Because I realised it was kind of like two years ago that this was kind of brought to your attention. But, you know, this is a massive bestseller in the US. Were you aware of, this, of the novel? I mean, I am now. <laughs> Did the, but was the book on your radar or was the script come to you? How, what, what comes to you guys first where you sort of go, this looks like a, something that I really want to be part of? Yeah, well, I mean, we read the script like two years ago, and then I read the book like a year ago before filming. And, um, thank you. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, then after reading it, it shortly became like my favorite book ever, and I fell in love with it just the way you guys all have, and, you know, I think all of us did. And what about for you, Laura? Because obviously this is a character that, I mean, bearing in mind some of the incredible films you've been in, you never really played a parent. No, I never had before. <laughs> um, but uh, other than our love for other people involved in the film, um, I think we're all here because we love John Green so much. <laughs> so once you read the book, you know, all you want to do is be a fierce protector of John. I mean, bearing in, mind the, the, bearing in mind the novel is so huge. It is such a huge novel. Was there pressure when you realised that you guys are going to be those characters? Characters that, from everybody's favourite novel, is, it's a very big pressure to take on. I got a, I got a lot of why aren't you blonde tweets. Um, but once those, you know, I think the great thing... Thank you. <laughs> I think the great thing, you know, about, about having, having John... We had John Green on set when we were making the movie... And one of the great things is that we could kind of answer to him, you know, if he was happy with how, and he was happy with how things were going, we knew that people who love the book would be happy, you know, are fans of the book. And what about for you, Ansel? Because obviously your character is at the forefront. What were the fundamental changes that you were like, I'm going to get grief for this, or, you know, because it's very hard to be something from someone's imagination as well. Well, the, the lucky thing is that even though everyone, you know, he, he, was, he is a part of everyone's imagination, he is also from a book, and it was my job to bring him to life as close to the book as I could. Um, both because I wanted him to be the guy who I read, and I knew everyone else wanted him to be. So I didn't want to change him that much. Obviously, there's part of myself in him, but I saw parts of myself in him, and I knew that I could bring those parts out, out and leave other parts out and, and then make Augustus Waters real. Oh, thank you. And, and what about for you, Laura? Because obviously we, we talk about this, this film as, as a story about the relationship between two teenagers. But actually, it's, there's a love story going on for the mother as well. Quite an in-depth love story. And it's almost like her story. You're seeing it through everyone's eyes, but, but predominantly through yours. Well, that's what's amazing about John's book is, you know, he's written a love story for all of us. What it is to love as a child, as a parent, um, for the first time as a lover and a partner. And, uh, you know, he... 
uh, he captured that so beautifully. Um, so I think, you know, for me, it was just trying to pay tribute to not only his words, but to someone like Hazel. And you know she came from um, a fierce protector and a mother who let her have her own unique voice and um, let her be her best friend and her peer as much as a daughter. Um, and so I think that's the way John wanted those parents to be. So it was very fun to do, especially since I hadn't been a mother before in a movie. It was a, a very amazing opportunity. I was trying to think if you were a mother before, but I guess you were in Jurassic Park, but you kind of let that kid run wild. I'll be honest with you. You were like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to an island. Good luck. Um, it was a long time ago. We should probably let it go. Um, let's talk about the first time that you auditioned Ansel for the part, because I'm guessing you did have to audition, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, at the time I auditioned for it, I only had done one movie, so I was—I basically was a nobody. And um, you were somebody to me, man. <laughs> me too, Ansel. If you two uh, want to be alone, Laura yeah. and I can. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I—I I made a tape with my iPhone in my stairwell with uh, one of my best friends from high school, and uh, we did three scenes from the from the movie, which were directly from the book. Um, and then a few months later, uh, I went to LA to read with Shailene. So is it awkward to play brother and sister in one movie? No, hang on. You're better than that. And then to be a little bit more, I mean, a little bit more. You're yeah. a mum, I wouldn't have let her done half those things. But anyway, um, was that awkward? Hey, no. friend. Well, you know, the thing is, is that once they got over calling each other bro and sis, you know, like yeah. during the love scenes, it was all good. Can't take him in. Yeah, like we're we're both actors, obviously. So, and like when Shailene is Hazel versus Tris, it's like they're two totally different people. And I like to think that when I'm Caleb versus Gus, I'm two totally different people, and that you don't even see the same person there. Um, and then, you know, in a different world, it's totally different. And that's the beauty of being an actor. It just, you know, that's the funny coincidence of it all. But I hope that I get to play uh, opposite Shailene as another different role in the future as well. Aww. What are you like? Uh, now, what, what, about, what about for you? Because you're returning to, to work with, with, with the same director again. Was that... Was that good for you? Was it great to kind of go, hey, I already have this relationship with the director? Oh, you mean with Josh? With yeah. Josh. Does that make it, it easier for you to come into a new, a new role? Yeah, we were on uh, uh, doing press for his first movie, Stuck in Love. And, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. You guys have seen that. And uh, I said, I read the script to Fault in Our Stars, and I thought it was unbelievable. And uh, I hadn't read the book yet. And I said... Josh, you have to... I, I said to him, like, you should direct this movie. He said, I'll never get it, but I can try. And then he got it. And then, you know, he just owed me the part. And then, you know, because I introduced him to the stuff. So, but we ended up, you know, it's good because we kind of have a shorthand and uh, I'm going to be in his next movie. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy, a good director. So you're basically his lucky charm now and you have to be in every movie he does from here on in. That's, that's a yeah. job for life, buddy. It's called blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should probably talk about research into the roles because I mean we, we kind of we have a bit of fun about it and, and one thing that struck me about the film was despite the fact I cried behind no 3D glasses and I blame you all individually for that um, but, it, but it 
was a film that in the moments that you're feeling what you guys are all going through, but you're also laughing along with it, you know, there is a comic relief side to it. Um, was that tough to take on? Because one minute you're, you're kind of talking about some very, very heavy, serious issues that millions of people around the world have to go through. In the next moment, you're bringing light-hearted humour to it. How I tough think, is that? I think that's like real life. You know, like in real life, you can be crying one second and laughing the next. Um, you know, people aren't just like only depressed or only happy. I think people are creatures that f have a full range of emotion. And that's uh, one great thing about this movie is that all the characters have full ranges of, of emotion and um, go through a lot. You know, Hazel and Augustus go through the happiest moments of their life together and the saddest moments of their life together. Um, so... And what about for you, Laura? Did you, because you probably have the wit and the banter um, with, with, with the daughter, but you also have that, that knowing that any day you could lose the daughter. And that's, that's an incredible mix of emotions to go through as an actress. How do you, how do you kind of prepare for that? Well, I think we got very lucky, and, um, and in a way it was a perfect team um, for John Green's tone because we all um, have a somewhat irreverent and even wicked sense of humor together that we share. And Mainly Nat. Mainly Nat. <laughs> we just follow suit with Nat. Um, love you, Nat! So, <laughs> so <laughs> I do. I love Nat and Ansel. I get it. I get it, girls. <laughs> Trust me. Look where I'm sitting. We love Laura okay. Dern. <laughs> yeah. so, aww. So <laughs> Dude, should um, we nip off? Because this is... They could be here a while. <laughs> and so we love you. So, <laughs> oh, so <laughs> we're both Norwegian. Um, anyway, <laughs> we are, we are, it's true. Um, but I've just had the privilege of working with directors who always live in that tone and I love movies like that and I think that's why so many of us fell in love with the book that in the broken places we, we find the humor and the irreverence and these two characters are, um, even mocking their own disease to somehow get through the day and not paying it respect. Um, and so I think it gives room to the larger theme of the movie, which John gives all of us, which is how to have gratitude for the moment that we have and the love that these people get to share. I think Nat probably goes through the biggest transformation in that, if you don't mind me saying, because you are, with the greatest respect, you, you bring probably the most comic relief to the film but you, you know, your character's going, Isaac's going blind through yeah. cancer, and that's, you know, that's possibly the toughest of all. And he goes through an emotional breakup as well. I think we all wanted to make sure that Isaac wasn't the butt of the joke. You know, he wasn't somebody that everybody was make. You know, that 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 he had some dignity. You know, along with being funny, and and I wanted to make sure that he was just a funny guy, a funny person. Uh, thank you, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, you know. Also, it's it's a balancing act because you know it is upsetting. He's going through going blind and getting dumped, um, but at the same time, bring levity. And I guess the the way my way into that was that that's kind of how I de do deal with my pain a lot is through through humor and through through lightness. And I don't think that's an unhealthy way to to deal with things. You know, I I honest I almost did think it was unhealthy before I did the movie, and now I've kind of come around to thinking maybe it's not. Maybe it's a good thing. You know. Uh, let's take a little look at a clip if we can. Uh, this is the moment that, that Gus and Hazel meet for the very first time. What's your name? Hazel. And what's your full name? Hazel Grace Lancaster. 
Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're beautiful. Oh my god. Let's go watch a movie. What? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> um... I'm... I'm free later this week. No, I mean now. You could be an axe murderer. There's always that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs us, uh, leads us nicely onto the chemistry between you all because this is a this is a film that that relies on the chemistry between you. Was that already there? And obviously, you guys have worked together with Shailene before. Yeah, it was helpful. Like you know, to go on with that the brother the brother sister to lover thing. It's like we became friends doing that movie, so that really helped. Because I think behind Hazel and Augustus' uh, love story, there's a real friendship. And that's what I think is the most important thing to love. It's not necessarily the sex. It is the best. It's, them, it's the friendship. And I think Hazel and Augustus are best friends and are soulmates. And then after, you know, with that comes sex later. But that's not the most important thing. He did that on purpose. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a moment, I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone, but you've read the book, right? There's, there's a moment where, where you explain that you're an 18-year-old virgin. Really? I'm struggling with that, buddy. Hey, listen, let's move on. Uh, don't answer that, by the way. Uh, let's move on. This is Go where ahead, I answer, answer your question. Nat, stop it. Don't lead the question. I'm, I'm 20, so... I'm not 18, that's what I'm saying. You're making this worse. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> what about uh, and the chemistry between you and and that as well? That's that's quite important. I mean, you you allow him to smash up the all your trophies. Yeah, I mean, that's a great scene in the movie. Yeah, and I think we didn't have that much time, to, you know, screen time to establish our our friendship, you know. But I think the idea, the fact that we really did love each other in real life, you know, it, I think it shows. And what Despite about for you, Laura, no as well? Chemistry. You <laughs> what did you say? Despite no chemistry. Despite no chemistry. You somehow yeah, yeah. made it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, they clearly don't get on, do they? I know. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. feel it in the room. <laughs> and Laura, with you as well, with, with, with Sam Tramiel, who plays the husband in it, which is an incredible performance as well, you, you really believe you guys are married. And it's, it's, it's yeah. an incredible performance on both parts. How was that as well? Did you know each other before? Did you kind of spend time with each other? We, we hadn't, but uh, immediately we all found each other and we had dinner every night and, you know, we really became a family very quickly and all loved each other. So it was very lucky. Uh, you say you're all to become a family. Which is the child you're most likely to get rid of? Go on, pick one. <laughs> We're leaving one at the restaurant. Maybe mm. like Willem Dafoe or something. Yeah, yeah, we, we left Yeah, He's him. too mean. He, he can be a little irritable sometimes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, as, Def as Van Houten. You know. I was going to say, let's talk about Willem Dafoe. What's it like working on, working on a scene with him? I mean, screen legend it, as well. It was well, like right? a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, I, for, for me, like I said, it was only my third movie. Um, so like, I hadn't really worked with any like leading men like that before. And uh, I, was, I was pretty amazed. Yeah, because I love all his work. Yeah, I'd say, like, not just saying this because you're sitting next to me, but Laura Dern and Willem Dafoe are two of my favorite actors ever. So getting to work with both of them was really cool. And I didn't really get any scenes with them, but just getting to be around and seeing them, you know, develop their things that they were going to do in the movie is great. Did it, did it help you guys as actors? Because obviously you guys are a few movies in and, or, a, you know, a fine body of work already. Um, did that inspire you? Did you up your game a little bit when these guys are on set, when you've got Willem and Laura? Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's inspiring. It's like it's... Up your game. <laughs> yeah, it makes me want to... No, I mean, it, yeah, it inspires me. And it also, it's cool because 
when you're an actor, you have a whole career ahead of you. And like, uh, it's, it's cool to see people who have had really successful long careers and they have a lot of versatility in their careers. And that's something that I really want too. I, I, think, I think you'll be fine, buddy. I think you're gonna be fine. <laughs> And, and what about for you, Laura? You're working with Willem as well. I mean, did you get to see him? Because obviously there's the... I, I can't... It's really difficult not to give anything away, isn't it? Um, I've seen it. Um, there's, a, there's a scene. There's a scene and, and, and Willem is, is in it as well. What's it like to kind of, to um, kind of meet and work I with him? I had worked with Willem before um, in a David Lynch film called Wild at Heart. You should not Similar. see yet. Uh, I don't think anyone in this room is old actor. enough to see that movie yet. No. Okay, if those guys have seen it, we want parental guidance. We want yeah. someone that we're going to call the authorities. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't... That, that's not necessarily the movie right now. But he's so incredible, and it was you know beautiful for us all to uh, be there together, and everybody was amazing, amazing. Um, can we talk about the research on set? Because we talked earlier about the, the disabilities that you guys are trying to portray in the movie. How do you go and find out what that's like? Did you, did you go to support groups? Did you sit with patients? What, what was the process for, for getting into character, if you like? Well, um, the actual support group in the movie are, was real kids with cancer or who had been through cancer and remission. Um, they weren't extras. They were all real uh, cancer patients. And um, one thing that the book does so well, and I think one thing that hanging out with those kids in particular uh, proved to us, was that John is correct when he portrays these kids as being regular kids who just happen to have cancer and it's just something they deal with and it doesn't define them. And that was very important to us, uh, I think. Um, just making sure that the, the characters we brought to life were just regular kids and they weren't defined by cancer. Um, in terms of the research, uh, hanging out with them was helpful. Um, I. I spent time with uh, doctors who uh, work in children's hospitals and cancer hospitals uh, because you want to understand understand it, obviously. And I also spent a lot of time with a kid who had a prosthetic leg who was actually my leg double in the movie. So anytime you see Augustus's leg, it's this kid named Tanner's leg. Um, and uh, it, he definitely contributed a lot to who Augustus Waters was and especially his confidence because Tanner it was like one of the most confident kids I ever met and he always wore shorts and he liked to show off his prosthetic because it was something he was proud of and I felt like that was something Gus that Gus had too so um, yeah I visited a bunch of cancer hospitals and kind of like how Ansel said um, you know you go I went in kind of nervous every time um, and, and you know you start off talking about you know their cancer or something and, and then about five minutes in you're talking about movies and TV shows and music just like with anybody else you know it's, it's no different um, and that's what's great about John's book and you know and some of the kids <clears throat> as John said really well he's like yeah some of the cancer patients are the greatest people in the world and some of them aren't some of them are angry you know like annoying kids just like they're angry annoying kids in real life you know what I mean and they're it's no different really and uh I also met with a guy named Ethan who's a real, uh, you know, who's a guy who went blind at 19 and his girlfriend dumped him when he was 19 right before he went blind. And he was really funny and really edgy. And I wrote him and he meant a lot to me. We spent like two days together and we just walked around all day and I wrote him a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago and I said, hey, the movie's coming out. I really want you to see it. He goes, I don't know who you are. I don't remember you. So apparently I didn't mean quite as much to him. I guess he meets with a lot of actors for a lot of movies. But he meant a lot to me, so I'm really happy. And he helped shape my performance, for sure. 
Um, and what about for you, Laura? Because obviously, as we talked about earlier, you know, your character almost has uh, the biggest things to deal with. You have the love story going on between you and Sam, which is a beautiful marriage and a relationship that's dealing with what, what Shailene's character is going through. Um, and, and Hazel is going through issues that, you know, are very tough for any parent. How did you get into that kind of mindset, into that frame of, for the role? Well, you know, I love being an actor. I, my parents are actors. I've, I've uh, grown up with this great luxury of, of uh, being raised with people who are deeply interested in, in understanding what we all walk through. And so um, that drives me, and that's very exciting. And I've had a great opportunity spending time before the film at St. Jude's Children's Hospital in America, which is an amazing research hospital. Um, particularly in the area of childhood cancer. So um, I have so much compassion for the families who've walked through this. But I have to say one thing that I've loved since the film has come out, came out in America, and hopefully you will all share in, because I'm really moved by it playing the mom in the movie, is how much mothers and daughters and sons, teenagers, are going to the film together because it's so rare that we get to share a movie, um, not just with our best friends, but with our family, and the conversations that families are having together about their own love story, and about what it is to be a mother loving you more than anything in the world, and wanting what's best for you, and not being in control of what you have to walk through, because pain demands to be felt. Um, and so, you know, as a mother, you feel so powerless because we don't want you to go through pain ever. And, and in turn, what's beautiful about what John wrote is children don't want that for their parents either. And so that part of the love story he's written, I'm so moved by and have never seen in a book or, or a film. So I thought that was really great to consider. There's such a powerful scene in the film where that happens as well, where, you know, where Hazel turns around to you as like, to, to kind of say, Mum, you've got you've to be all right. It's not just about me. And, and I think that's one of the most powerful scenes in the film. It's, it's a stunning piece of work. Would you guys have a question if we gave you a microphone? They would. You up for this? Okay, okay. Uh, let's get someone, maybe this, uh, this lovely lady down the front here. Hi, Hello I'm there. Alice. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for making this movie because even if, though I haven't seen it yet, I know it's going to be perfect already. Um, but my actual question is, I'm going to Amsterdam on Tuesday with my mom. Um, and so Ansel, I know you got to go to Amsterdam. So what was your favorite part and where do I have to go? And Nat and Laura, I know you guys didn't get to go, but how do you feel like the movie um, kept the really fairy tale and picturesque atmosphere of Amsterdam in the movie, from the book to the movie too? Um, Good question. So, to answer the first part of your question, uh, <laughs> Amsterdam is amazing, and you should try to get to the same canal that we filmed at. I don't know exactly where that was, <laughs> but maybe like look at the picture from the trailer and be like, I think that might have been the bench. I think actually not knowing where it is is going to be fun, because then you're going to have to walk around a lot, and you'll see it's beautiful. I spent hours just walking around. It's the city's beautiful city. Um, and there's something very magical and different about it. So just walk around and just don't like take a car or you know maybe take a bike too and, and drive and bike around. But it's just, it's a great place to be, yeah. And and hunt down Willem Dafoe's house. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a question over this side. I think so. Are you holding a sign that says I want a question? 
What does that say? That this, my friends. Can you read that for us? This this film means everything to me. I'm a cancer survivor. That's my friend. <laughs> and um, I wanted to know if you liked my T-shirt because I spent like hours yesterday making this T-shirt. I like, I like with the roller coaster. <laughs> and the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to say number one, thank you because this book's got me through so much and it's really, really helped me in everything I've gone through. And I've read this book like 20 times. And um, um, okay. <laughs> the question was, um, I'm, I'm, me and Seth go to an acting school and we wanted to know like, how you connected with such like, a deep role like, without having gone through yourself. Like, where do you get the, like, the feelings and like, the motivation? From, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Nat, do you wanna do you wanna take that one? I mean, I guess you just—it's <laughs> about committing to the circumstance, you know, and about like I—I I know that Shailene acts this way too, and I act this way. Like we don't try to imagine things from our real life when we're doing these scenes. We really just totally commit to what's going on in the scene, and let ourselves become the character, and then we feel the same thing as the characters feel. Um, you know, every time a Gus, Gus has cries in the film, I don't think about something sad in my real life. I really put myself in his position. Um, and I guess you have to be very empathetic to do that. But, uh, you know, I'm so glad you guys are in acting school because I went to acting school for a long time. I think it's really important so that you can learn how to allow yourself to completely commit to a character like that. Um, so, yeah, good luck, guys. Break a leg. That's exciting. Yeah. Hello there, what's your question? Um, I was just wondering if before you did the film, you felt like you kind of took life for granted and if the film like changed your views on life and like realized how lucky you are. And also, can you say happy birthday to my friend that's turning 14 on Saturday? Happy birthday to your friend that's turning 14 on Saturday. <laughs> happy oh! birthday! But part one of the question. Um, <laughs> now, you can take this one if you'd like. Yeah, um, I think it did. <laughs> I think it really did. I think, you know, for all of us, I think that's, you know, somebody came up to me after seeing the movie and said, after this movie, I called everybody that I loved and I told them that I loved them. And I thought, oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what this, this book did to me, you know, and that's what this movie does. It, it, it's, it's hopeful, even though it's a tra you know, even though it's a tragedy, it's, it's hopeful at the end. Um, and, and you can take that into the rest of your life. Um, and, uh, you know, I have, and, and something that Ansel and I have been talking about in all our interviews today is that, you know, there's a the line, you, 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 she wanted to be loved deeply rather than loved widely, you know, like, it's more important to be loved by somebody a lot, you know, than to be loved, you know, than to be, to make some grand imprint, you know, on the world. It's more important if you can make more of an imprint on certain, you know, on a couple people. And if I may just add, because I was so moved by you sharing that you've read it 20 times and so many of us read the book over and over again and may see the film over and over again. And the luck I feel of reading it and seeing it again and again is that this is an elusive lesson, being grateful in life. It's not something you get and then your life changes. We have to work at it every day to kind of turn our attention toward remembering our good fortune in this moment. And then, you know, something crappy happens and we forget and go, no, 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 I've got to be grateful. So we can help remind each other in this uh, John Green love story we share. 
I know you guys said you, you didn't necessarily feel the pressure of, of taking on this incredible story, but it's when you meet people like that that you realise that there was a lot riding on this movie. And, and no, you we guys, definitely felt pressure. You guys did it in incredible justice. You really did. It's <laughs> Thank you so much. It, but, it, but it is a stunning piece of work. And with that in mind, was there ever any talk of, of holding this film out for, for award season? Because the acting is incredible from from everyone in this film, was there not a was there not a talk of? I don't think so, really. I think film. it was more important to us just to get it out and like you know awards are great, but I think like this is great, you know, and and it w it needed to be out now. And I think it's a good summer film. Thank you. It's a, you know it's a big summer film and it's good for everyone to now be out of school and be able to go see it and uh, it makes you feel good for the summer. And take your 3D glasses. Um, <laughs> I wished I had mine. Uh, let's get another question. Should we get one from this side over here? This lady down there holding her notepad. Can we have? There we go. Hi, I'm Jayla. Um, my question is... <laughs> have you forgotten your question? <laughs> yeah. It's written down, my darling. <laughs> um, okay, so out of filming and all the Q&As you did and everything like that, what was your like favorite part of all, all of it? What was your favorite part of doing all the interviews and Q&As and stuff? You know, like out of, of everything. What, what yeah, was our favorite, favorite moment memory, of the whole yeah. experience? <laughs> no. One of, oh. one of, one of. Yeah, top five. <laughs> yeah, like top like 200 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we want the other 199 now, buddy. Um, now, maybe, what was, your, what was your best experience from making this film for you? You know, I, I would have to say it's been amazing seeing the reaction, obviously. Um, but but I, I would have to say, do, you know, acting it. You know, doing a, being on set with these amazing actors and, you know, and this really risk-taking producers. And uh, uh, it was a really magical set to be a part of. And, and we, you know... Sort of somehow we blocked out that the rest of the world was going to see the movie. It almost felt like we just had this really, we, we knew it was something special. Um, that was, and it was kind of in our own weird Pittsburgh world. You know? And if I may just add to that, because I know you guys will appreciate it as much as we did, we would finish a scene and be it emotional or funny, the person running towards us, like in tears, hugging us, was John Green. So <laughs> to have him yeah. there being our champion and supporter and, and friend through all of it was just an incredible, incredible gift. We have time for one more question. Um, let's get someone, should we get this lady at the front? Phil, you guys have been here a long time. Hello. What's your question? Um, I was just gonna say, um, what is your like, most enjoyable scene to film? A most enjoyable scene? That's probably quite a tough one because yeah, there are a lot of them. There's a lot of it's emotional tough. scenes. Um, I I really enjoyed, which is one of the most simple scenes. Uh, uh, after we come back from Amsterdam, I'm sitting on my couch. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say the same. One. It's right before we go egg Monica's car, um, <laughs> and I'm, we're just sitting on the couch, and and Isaac is there, and I'm there, and and Hazel was there, and it's just like a. A really cool like hangout scene in the. It was basement. one of the last days of shooting, and we could not stop laughing. Yeah, we kept yeah, yeah. we kept breaking, which means that you just laugh when you're supposed to be like serious or whatever. And they it took a long time to film because we were really being very unprofessional. <laughs> but at that point, we were all like total just best friends for real, and I love that scene. So when you see that scene in the movie, remember it's where when they get back from Amsterdam, Gus is lying on the couch, Hazel's on the floor, and and uh, his feet are in Isaac's lap. Just remember that we could not do that scene. 
because we were laughing so much. <laughs> you come up with the best excuse for egging a really expensive car I've ever heard as well. Don't do it in real life, it doesn't work. Laura, was there a standout scene for you? Was there a moment, uh, or even a moment throughout the making of the film that you just knew you'd, you, this was gonna be something special? You know, all of it, I, I, both in watching and in being part of them, uh, you know, I felt like every time we started anything, we wanted to pay tribute to the book. You felt it from the production designer, you felt it from the music supervisor, our cinematographer, and of course our director, that everyone took such care in honoring your love of this book. And so uh, that's a great feeling, because you really feel like a, a tribe protecting something together. And I think that's my, my favorite part of this memory. It is nothing short of an incredible piece of work. The Fault in Our Stars is out very soon. Please make sure you go see it, probably again. Please join me in thanking Nat. Thank you guys so Nora, much. Laura. Thank you. And Ansel. Thank you very much indeed for coming. Thank you guys. Thank you, thank you so much.